Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense. Seasonings, greetings to you. Um, that means I think that I have to throw salt and pepper at you somehow, but I'm not sure how to do that through the podcast. Um, what if I just throw some seasonings at my microphone and then you just sneeze on cue? Okay. Um, one, two, three. Sneeze now! Yes, yeah, seasonings greetings. Excellent work. Um, there, that is how you do it, isn't it? I'm sure that's why it's called seasonings greetings. Um, yes, it's me, Tiernan, who you might know from that time I went to the shop, or more famously from when I walked around my home on a Thursday. And this is another Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast, suitable for all ages from... <laughs> two. I'm not sure what time or day it is where you are in the world, but here where I am at Comedy Club for Kids HQ, it's... um. Hang on. Uh, actually, I haven't actually checked... What time or day it is? Hang on a second. Linda! Linda! What day is it today, Linda? Linda? Where is she? Who is she? Hmm, so curious. Never mind. Uh, I'm going to look at my sundial that our resident tortoise Clive carries around. He'll be able to tell me. Uh, and he'll get here in a minute. Hang on, sort of any any minute now. He'll get here in a minute. Come on, Clive. Do, do hurry up. Any minute now. Clive will get here. And... There he is. Yes, yes. Uh, it's December. There you go. It's December. That's what it is right now. I can't actually read a sundial, but Clive's face has frost on it. So that's usually how I tell uh, what day or at least what month it is. And he's eating an advent calendar chocolate. I like December. Um, I don't know about you, because I think there's just so many things that you only get to do in December, depending on sort of what holidays you might celebrate. Uh, you might, like me, celebrate Christmas, uh, which is when everyone talks about crisps and eats crisps. And they will discuss how great crisps are. And then on Christmas Day, you find Father Christmas has left crisps all over your floor and then trodden on them and it's a real mess and you have to hoover them up but then luckily all your shoes are full of crisps too because Father Christmas has left them there and then you get to eat more crisps oh, it's brilliant and then on Boxing Day you eat all the leftover crisps oh, it's one of my favourite times of the year um, in the US uh, in, in the States and other parts of the world uh, I know you call it Chipmas and it's mostly the same but with more Dipmas uh, which you have on Boxing Day um, or you might uh, not celebrate that you might celebrate Hanukkah which is when um, a lovely person called Hannah sits in a car and then everyone waves at her as she drives around. It's really, it's a really lovely one, that. Or there's, um, in other parts of the world, of course, you might celebrate in December Rohat Sue, uh, which is where Sue, who's also another lovely person, she wears a hat and then she rows a boat and everyone waves at her. And that's also lovely. Um, or there's also uh, Omisoka, which is where you lose a sock and then you tell everyone how sad about it you are. Um, or if you're a Wookiee, of course, uh, December's important because uh, that's when it's Life Day, which is very serious. And it involves singing very serious Wookiee songs like, Arr! and of course, um, the really beautiful one, Arr! 
So um, you might have all sorts of things that you do in the lead up to your celebrations, depending on which ones you do. But me, um, I've got an advent calendar uh, because it's December. So that's very exciting. Basically, um, my one's quite special. It's just got one really big door. And when I open it every morning, there's something different behind it. Yeah. Uh, Yesterday I opened it and there was a pavement, a tree and a car and then a road and then across the road, another car, another pavement, another tree and a house and a very, very cross looking cat. And then this morning I opened it and there was a postman and he looked really surprised. It never stops being exciting. I absolutely love advent calendars. One of the other things uh, that we used to have in our home uh, on a December um, is an elf on a shelf. I don't know if you've got one of those, um, but let me tell you. I wasn't, I wasn't having that. I'm not having an elf on a shelf. I don't like that this little elf has been said to spy on me, right? That's rude, isn't it? It's nosy. Firstly, as well, he's a rubbish spy. He's wearing green and red and white stripy tights. So, I mean, I could see him. It's not a good spy, is it? How are you meant to stealth mode and sneak around like that? I mean, I'm going to see you if you dress in a little green top and red and white stripy tights. If Father Christmas wants spies, he should use ninjas. They'd be way better. So anyway, I just, secondly, I didn't like being spied on. I don't like it. It's horrible and it's nosy and none of his business. So um, I got very sick of him sitting on a shelf and deciding whether I'd been good or bad. So I, I took him hostage um, and I tied his little arms and legs together with sellotape and I shone my phone light in his face and I shouted, what do you know about me? What are you telling your boss? You don't know nothing. And then he got really upset and he said that he knew that I'd done several farts and blamed them on my daughter. So all I was getting for Christmas was going to be a stinky yak. And I was like, well, I don't need a stinky yak. Uh, I've still got quite a few. Still got, still got like a whole cupboard full of stinky hippos. I mean, it's quite... So I still, I don't know, you know, I don't, you can't really donate them. Nowhere really wants them. If you, if you say I've got lots, does anyone need them? Maybe I could, t- I took them to a charity shop. They just gave them back. Anyway, anyway, so I've not let the elf go uh, until he's promised to report back that actually I've been amazing this year and I deserve some really great presents like lots of crisps. But the problem is, what I didn't realise, you're not even meant to sort of like touch or annoy an elf on the shelf, let alone take one hostage. So what's happened now is unfortunately I've had even more serious spies sent to my home by Father Christmas. Um, I've now got a gnome on my phone, which is very annoying. I can't use my phone because this little gnome just keeps going, get off, and it's really it's awful. Uh, there's a witch on my Nintendo Switch, so I can't play on that anymore because she keeps putting spells on me if I try. Um, there's a merman on the shower curtain, and he seems quite happy there, actually. He's he's quite nice. And there's a troll on the toilet roll who's less happy about being there, um, and it, gets, it makes it very hard when you need the loo. And there's a manticore on our kitchen door who just yells at me whenever I make a sandwich. Basically, I wouldn't recommend it. It's really not worth the effort. Leave those elves alone. I've not had a sandwich in December since 1741. It's awful. It's really awful. Um, thanks for your amazing emails, questions, and big thanks to Samara for your lovely podcast review and to 111GMAD44, who asked a question too. Um, and their question was, How do you make a podcast? And that is a really, it's a really good question that I wish I knew. Um, I'm, I'm going to look it up for you and I, hopefully I'll get around to ask a comedian to answer it for you in a future podcast episode um, that I have no idea how to make, which is. Oh, it's really tricky, isn't it? This Linda, Linda, how do you make a podcast? Linda, who is? Where is she? Why is she? Um, on that note, uh, la, and on that note as well. Um, after this week's episode, there's going to be a tiny break in the Radio Nonsense podcast until the new year. Now, I know we've still got so many questions of yours to answer, and I'm very sorry. Um, if you sent yours in, you're still waiting to hear. Uh, you know what the answer to yours is if you've sent it in. Um, but. It is on my list. I've got it. I've received them all. And um, I hope to get loads, loads more answered in 2022, which will be next year, unless you live in the past, in which case it's in 
several years' time. Um, and, 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 and there's going to be a special Christmas Radio Nonsense podcast in just a few weeks' time. So if you have any specific Christmas or indeed Christmas or, or Hanukkah or, or any of those other ones, um, any other winter celebration-based questions that you need to ask, then do get your frosty, bleating fart pumpers, sorry, grown-ups, to help you email them over to us at podcast.comedyclub4kids.co.uk um, along with, well, anything else you like, Christmassy or not. And any non-Christmas questions will, of course, get added to my list for next year too my list is like father christmas deals with his list quite sort of the same day every year whereas mine is just ongoing um and i don't i don't know if it's that rewarding it doesn't really matter if you've been naughty or nice i'll still answer it though so that's a bonus isn't it anyway um and now on this note lee here is this week's importantest bit a new sport was born a pointless one but new it's Bethany Black, also known as Bethany, chair of the Society for Creatures with at least one knee, uh, pioneer of the global gaming phenomenon that is breadball, and as all the listeners will of course know you, the 12 times Nobel Prize winner for making the most inappropriate noises at very important events. Um, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm so glad you managed to get all of my accolades in. Very proud of that Nobel Prize well, particularly. Mm. Uh, pioneering the uh, the farty noise in assembly that was uh, that was me I invented that I invented the armpit fart uh, way back in 1832 wow uh, wow was that yeah. the first ever one that, so before that no one first had ever one. because I you know I don't want to take this away from me I knew it was you but I hadn't realised no one had no no one had ever that. like I, yeah well that was it I, it was a pure accident at the time I was sat in assembly it was incredibly boring it was going on for such a long time we were being told the dangers of crossing the road uh, with our local police officer PC Pickles and uh, reg- genuine name and uh, yeah and, and I got so bored and I just kind of gave it a go and discovered that I could do the uh, invented the armpit fart there and then wow uh, just at the point where he said, and what do you do when you reach the uh, the edge of the curb, children? With perfect timing. And that was that, that was what launched beautiful. me on the career that I have today. So, And can I just, what was that initial reaction like from, from the people around? Because they must have been excited but confused. They'd never heard anything quite like that before. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, there was a pause. Then there was a laugh. Then there was a big cheer, round of applause. Some kid, because uh, obviously it was way back in the ancient times. Uh, sunglasses down, went, hey kid, I like your style. And uh, that was what launched me on my career, to be totally honest. That's incredible. And what, what are the, uh, yeah. because that's obviously like, you know, that's the classic, the, the you know, yep. that, that you invented. Have you, where, where have you kind of progressed to? Because you've been doing this for quite some years now and you just keep winning prizes for it. Is the, is the thing, as I said, that everyone knows you for. You know, yeah. are, you, are you are you struggling to come up with new ways? Is there, you know, how do you get inspiration? It is difficult uh, to come up with new ways. The one that I'm most proud of after that one was is just it's an ever so slight change of pace to that one. It's an ever so slight upgrade because it doesn't require you to have your hand under your shirt, which is mm. the uh, the palm fart, which has that nice wow, oh my nice high pitch sound, you know. And that's what you want. That's the one that you want to be able to do. Because uh, no one so can spot pleasing. you doing that one. It is. It's a very pleasing noise, isn't it? You can manage to do that one and no one knows that that's uh, what you're doing. Because, you know, it's, it's a nice secret one. You can, wow. you can manage to use that one to play tricks. And that uh, was the one that I did at the United Nations that uh, eventually got me the Nobel Prize. 
That's so, incredible. Yeah. There we go. Incredible. Who, who was, I've who never was told this story that? before. Well, um, thank you for honouring us uh, with it oh. right now. I mean, I'm, I have to say I'm completely and utterly in awe. And I, I, I mean... Because when it was at the United Nations, that was when it was all the world leaders were on the stage, wasn't it? And if yeah. I remember, there was yeah, almost was, yeah. a sort of kerfuffle about who's who's done that, who's who's let that yeah, one yeah. off. I know. And yeah, it was yeah, you exactly. all along. It was me all along. I was yeah. sat there at the side with the translators with a little microphone, and I did it into the microphone, the little... Uh, just as Kofi Annan was finishing uh, mm. his, his address. And uh, pandemonium there was. Pandemonium. Yeah. It was... Yeah, uh, one of the high points of my career, and obviously afterwards, when everyone realised, they were like, "That was the funniest," uh, and and that was that was when I got the Nobel Prize. Yeah, well, I mean, so well deserved, and and honestly, I think you know, mm. looking at all the Nobel Prizes over the years, I I don't know. If if any are as well deserved as yours, you know I think of all Thank these ones. Like, oh, you've invented. Oh, you've found an antibiotic. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But nothing is like the palm fart. Like that is what incredible. I, well, exactly. What I was thinking was though when I was about to receive because they give you they take you off to Stockholm and they give you a big gold medal uh, and it's presented by uh, the King of Sweden, uh, King Gustav. And uh, as he, uh, but the thing was there was so much pressure on me at that point to. You know, for the noises at the most inappropriate moments that I realised that as I was receiving it, the funniest thing was just at the point that I was going to kneel down. Because everyone was expecting that as I kneeled down to get the medal, you know, kneel down in front of the king, the king hangs you the medal, you go, thank you very much. Uh, uh, Everyone was expecting that that would be the moment as I went in for the kneel and I just didn't. I left it. And I think that that will be uh, my crowning glory that uh, when the time came, that what was even funnier, everyone was expecting it and you didn't do it. Yeah, well, there's a real power there, isn't there? That you know, that's that's art. That's what I'd say. Art is sometimes people struggle yeah, yeah. to describe what art is, but I think it's it's knowing. You know, it's not playing to expectations. It's yeah. not not playing for the crowd. It's playing for yourself, but also creating something brilliant out of that. You know, it's, they, they might expect the fart. Then that's why you don't give it's, it to them. You save it for it's a better. Knowing moment. when to hold it in and knowing when yeah. to let it go. That yeah. is the secret to art. That is amazing. Uh, yeah. Can yeah. I just ask the gold medal? Is it is it gold or is it yeah. was it chocolate? Because it is actually chocolate. Oh, it, it is, is actually it's chocolate. It's Not it's very many people know that, but uh, yeah, uh, they've all been chocolate uh, apart from the Nobel Peace Prize that they gave to Henry Kissinger, which was actual gold, and uh, he lost three teeth trying to bite into it. So, wow, uh, yeah, yeah, that and that's like why they switched back cool over trick, to chocolate. Actually, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, it is a good trick. Um, yeah, because yeah. everyone was like, "Why did he get the Nobel Peace Prize?" Well. Uh, it was the best trick the Swedes have ever played because obviously they're neutral, they can't take part in any wars. They have sure, no idea sure. what happened between 1939 and 1945. Yeah. They've they've checked with Spain, they checked with Ireland. Nothing well, was is, happening. You know, they um, have this constant problem of, as as Swedes, they both have to be people and vegetables at the same time. And and that you've got to be, a, it's a really careful balance. Um, and I, I don't know how they achieve it. I don't know how they manage that, actually. I'd find that quite hard. But they've got to somehow be part of your five a day especially during winter months and also a nation of people yeah. and they manage i mean they manage it they manage it every they manage time. it incredibly well i think yeah. it's all down to the cold and when they're little mm. they go and put them outside for uh, in, a, in their little boxes for half an hour sweeten mm. them up yes much like yes, parsnips um yes you know, yes uh, yeah 
Wow, wow, well, well. I mean, what an intro! Thank we're you talking so about the big. Sure. It's the big topics today. It well, is hello, the big topics, How are you doing? Feel, like you know, the listeners have already learned so much. I mean, we barely even. I was going to ask how you are. We barely even got to just the, uh, the, the polite, normal questions before we got there. The listeners have already learned so much about global politics, about you know, know uh, right? life changing inventions. Uh, I mean, it's it's big. not really what you expect from a kid show normally, is it? It's, but uh, yeah, here we go. And also, again, apologies. That's, why, that's I, why it's basically art. They expect they yeah. what they expect is not what they're going to get. <laughs> apologies, by the way, if anyone can hear in the background, I'm not on a nuclear submarine. Uh, my my boiler in the room that I'm in keeps keeps making strange noises as if it's about to explode. Uh, I'm fairly sure it isn't. Fingers crossed that could be how this entire thing ends. Uh, I should say that, that is also the kind of excuse you would give if you were <laughs> on a top secret nuclear submarine you didn't want anyone to know on the podcast. Which yep. is yep. what I also would have said if you definitely weren't on a nuclear submarine and yeah, uh, I wanted to distract people from your actual secret location. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course, of course, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, hope, I hope, though, your boiler doesn't explode at the end of this. Although, if it does, I'll try and, you know, we'll add some jingles so it sounds... Yeah, we can make it sound festive as well. Mm. You know, we are coming up to Christmas. It's, That's uh, it. That's it. Are you are you feeling uh, re- ready for uh, festivities? I'm very ready for the festivities. I'm very excited. I'm about to get the tree out Whoa. and uh, put it up, and then watch uh, all three of our cats attempt to destroy it over the next month. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, that's great! Is it? It's it's just like a giant scratching post for cats, isn't it? It is, yeah. They see the nice twinkly things on it and they go, oh, that looks very much like something I'd like to hunt. Uh, And you can see the mischief in their eyes and uh, they are about to dive on that and and, and bring that down as as quickly as humanly possible and go, look, look at what I did. I rescued you. I rescued you from the terrible fate of having to look at nice sparkly baubles and a big tree. (laughs) I mean, it's one of those things that it's amazing that we've had... You know, the Christmas trees have survived. They're sort of evergreen trees. They survive all year. But there are so many cats around. You'd think they'd just be destroyed. I mean, I suppose, as you said, it's the sparkly things. We don't put baubles on them all year round. Otherwise, yeah, I worry that forests would just be destroyed by cats. They would. Yeah, yeah. If you want to go and destroy, bring down an entire forest of pine trees, just go and wrap them in tinsel. Put some baubles on them. And just they'll attract all of the local house cats. Uh, you just see an entire that like you'd see a herd of them just heading up. It'd be like a stampede, you know, like in an old cowboy movie of cattle, but yeah. like that, but with cats. A bunch of decorative predators heading towards the forest. Decorative predator, I love that term, I, and I also like that you've just you know it's always that phrase. Oh, it'd be trying to herd cats, and they always say that yeah. say that as though it's something impossible. But just there, you've proved how you could do it really. Yeah, easily. absolutely. I'm I'm looking forward to another Nobel Prize. To be totally honest, foot with you. You should be. You absolutely should be. Yeah, that's brilliant. I just, I, I like that we, you know, trees, because you said we're going to get the tree out, which is exactly what I would, I would say is where we're going to get the tree out. But trees are already out and we bring them in and then mm-hmm. we subject them to torture from cats. It does feel pretty mean to, we dress them up, we go, yeah, you gotta you got to wear these baubles, these silly baubles, and then we're going to let a cat attack you. There's part of me that always feels every year like, this is a little bit mean to trees. It's, uh, yeah, I'm getting back to my Viking roots. Uh, or at least my partner's Viking roots, because my partner is Swedish, uh, very much a Viking, and uh, but a vegetarian Viking. So obviously you oh, can't nice. go and you know bring the bodies of your dead into your house. So instead you have to go and uh, you know it's the vegetarian alternative to uh, a lot of the Viking uh, showing sure. your enemies that you've uh, that you have slain. 
uh, they're heroes uh, by because bringing the Treans. Wasn't there the Viking thing? You know, they sort of drank blood from the skull of their enemy, or drank from the skull. Do vegetarian yeah. Vikings have to sort of hollow out a potato or something, and then just? Yeah, I, I reckon that that's where the original uh, Halloween uh, pumpkins came from. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, you know, uh, hollow out a pumpkin, drink some pumpkin soup from it. What they don't know is that there were a, an awful lot of uh, vegetarian Vikings out there who were taking part. <laughs> in this. I. <laughs> I love the idea of veggie of veggie Vikings. I think well, I'm, I'm a veggie and I've got a beard, yeah. so I feel like all I'd need is a sort of hat with maybe two carrots on it for the sort of horn yeah, bits, yeah. which yeah, yeah, um, obviously, you know, yeah, 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 that's what you'd need. Yeah, and uh, and then I'm hopefully I could be yeah, I like that, and you can have yeah. a, a long a long boat with them. Well, this is it. I I yeah. always think I have a lot of thought because my part, uh, as I've mentioned, my partner she is uh, she is from Sweden, and so I've I've thought a lot about Vikings, and I thought long boats, good, more people if you put them on a wide boat. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I also suspect that if I was to suggest that, that would involve me getting thrown into the icy waters. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, lads, we need a <laughs> we need a wide boat. That's no. such a good idea. But then the problem with the wide boat is you'd have a whole load of people in the middle who wouldn't contribute. So you'd have loads of people that'd be like, why am I rowing? It's well, you took the edge seat. Whereas everyone in the middle would just be having a lovely time. And I feel like that would cause a lot of animosity. Everyone in the middle Vikings. sat looking at their phones going, no, no, no it's yeah. fine. You're doing all right. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> just making veggie club sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> just sat there playing Candy Crush going, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah no, we're going to be ready. Yeah. Of course, when they got there, the ones who'd been rowing, they'd all be big and strong. And the ones who'd been sat in the middle would be going, right, okay. Ooh, we didn't get enough yeah. exercise. Uh, our muscles have wasted away whilst we've been on the boat for three weeks. We're not going to do great in this battle, lads. <laughs> I we think better, that's better possibly stay on the boat and play on our phones, and then they just sit on the boat. Yeah, yeah. They, they wait for everyone to come back. I mean, they'd be the, yeah. they'd be awful. They'd be all the Vikings. Yeah, yeah they'd be the worst hated. Vikings. That's yeah. that, that's possibly why they went and switched over to the long boats because they tried the wide boat. Yes. And, uh, yeah. And they didn't get very far. Long boat managed to find America four hundred years before Columbus. Wide boat. Yes. Uh, not really doing out. It's a really good point. I mean, it's one of those things. Because uh, I, my image of Vikings is always kind of the ones I had as a kid, which is that uh, well, that they had sort of horned hats, which apparently they didn't, and then they had yeah. axes, and they'd turn up and they'd go, "I will destroy everything and set fire to everything." I'm a Viking, and they'd be awesome and you know overly yeah. violent. And actually, the real reality is they were just on boat. They were just rowing for ages, and then yeah, they did just some two farming. weeks of rowing. Yeah, and then when they got there, when they got to England, uh, they saw monasteries and went, "They look easy," because like who's like. Monks in the UK, monks in England, and uh, they're not going to be fighting the same way, you know, like the Shaolin monks that you no, see in Kung no. Fu movies. is a very different thing. They didn't learn any, like, martial arts. They just sat and read for months on end. So, the, and, and also, like, it, the, the, the Picts and the Celts who were in this country were all, you know, they were all quite small people, as opposed to the Vikings who were all, like, six foot two <laughs> and had been rowing for three days. So they turn up. <laughs> They sack a monastery and like, oh, these terrifying, big, huge monster men and women arriving on these boats and covered it because there were quite a lot of women Vikings as well, mm. uh, raiding off the boats, taking down these monasteries. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, terrifying. They sound like a vicious fighting force. Who did they Who did they go and, <laughs> did they go and kill? <laughs> what, what, what did they go? Monks, did they? All oh, right. Okay. Uh, were they particularly uh, buff monks that they've been doing a lot of it? No, just reading by candlelight. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Are you sure they weren't just normal, average people who'd done some work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does really ruin does really ruin the myth, and it's like, who, who, who have you, who have you fought? I just the man that was sitting in a sack reading a book. That's what yeah. <laughs> the the balding man in a sack. <laughs> yeah, they these people who go to bed at eight o'clock and wake up at three in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we struck at midnight, right? So they were asleep, and you burst in with your axes to see a bunch of monks who had nothing. <laughs> Yeah, they were probably doing a vow of silence. They probably couldn't even sort of yeah, yeah. yell or anything. Even... They'd probably just have to be quiet. And go, oh, all right, I'll get, I'll get hit in the face yeah. then. Wow. Trying to figure out. It must have taken them years to work out exactly what the mime for the Vikings are coming. I suppose they'd do the little two horns on the top of their head. Yeah. <laughs> and like, as they go, Vikings, Vikings, and they go, what? Cows? Yeah. Bulls charging. Goats? You're getting attacked by a goat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, just doing that. No, like, because they'd start off and they go, oh, cows. And they go, no, no. And then they do the beard mime to show the beard. And it's like, oh, right, goats. Yeah, okay, yeah. goats. Goats. Oh, yeah. they're not goats. <laughs> That's yeah. your lifeblood. Yeah, absolutely. Terrifying. Wow. Yeah, absolutely terrifying. I mean, it really, I, I like that you single-handedly sort of just ruined the entire Viking myth. That they're any yeah. sort of tough people, but as we as we discussed, they are also vegetables. It, uh, yeah. yeah, you know they do. They managed to do a lot all at once, and, and I think we've they got did. to give them credit for for making boats long. And yeah. uh, you know, hey, we could be overrun by monks right now, and imagine how boring yeah, that would be. So, if anything, absolutely. maybe we've got the Vikings to thank for for us not being uh, bringing over all monks. tunes like Abba, because before that, all we had was Gregorian chants. Just hundreds of years yeah. of monks going. Can you pass the salt and pepper, please? <laughs> and then ding, 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 ding. Over they come. Waterloo. Over they come in their matching outfits. Uh, see, they, 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 yeah. They don't talk about this much in history, and they should they do. They don't. They absolutely, they absolutely should yeah. do. And I, you know, I have to. There is a little bit of me that is sad. We don't only speak in Gregorian chant now. Purely, I mean, mm-hmm. and maybe not only. I wouldn't want it as the only way of communicating. No. But there are times I'd quite like. Can I have a cup of tea? I think that would be a better way to ask for it yes. sometimes. Have you flushed the toilet, please? <laughs> I wouldn't go in there for a while. I mean, it's it's good fun. Like it does make something sound nicer than they are. It does. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. It, it really takes the edge off. So anyway, yes. hi Ternan. Right. How are hi. you? It, yes. Yeah. Well, it's so lovely. It's so lovely to have you on the show. And I realise um, we've been we've been discussing all these important things. That I've I, you know haven't asked how you are. I haven't asked you. You've already done a favourite noise. Uh, I should say the two big questions I have to ask you for this show because it's an audio podcast. One is I was going to ask you if you had a favourite noise for the podcast, but I, I realise you've already done one, which is of course the palm fart. But yeah. I don't want to suppose that's your favourite. I mean, do do you have another one? Will that one is that the one you want to give us? That's quite a nice little one. Wow. The little weird cheek chicken noise that you can do. So can you do that was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> can I just I can I just let the listeners know that the face that Bethany is doing while she does that is also unbelievably good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I saw my face whilst I was doing it on the camera. I've never I've never looked at my face whilst I do that. It's brilliant. And, it's wonderful. Uh, yeah. And it made me smile and ruined the end of the noise. Yeah, oh. it's basically managing to get some air into one of mm. your cheeks and then stopping it from getting past your teeth, but then using the palm of your, well, using your hand to kind of knock little bits of it out. It's really good. It's really When it's I was really a child, when I was little, I wanted to like, 
I, 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 uh, there, was a, there was a comedian called Michael Winslow who was in a bunch of films uh, uh, who had... And, and he, was, he was quite a famous comedian outside of that as well who just used to do lots of different special effects and noises with his mouth. And I was obsessed with that and wanting to be a circus performer when I was... Well, I wanted to be a stunt performer was what I wanted to do. I wanted to, uh, to do stunts in movies. And uh, so I went and taught myself all manner of different... Uh, tried to teach myself all manner of different things. Tried to make as many different noises as I could. Learn how to do them, and uh, also managed to uh, yeah. And I also once tried to teach. Well, spent a long time trying to teach myself how to sword swallow using a ruler. And don't do wow. that, children. It's a terrible no. thing. Uh, you end up just throwing up an awful lot. <laughs> you can then find out how long your your throat is, I suppose, can't you? Yeah, That's yeah. quite handy. At the same time, it's, it's awful, but at the same time, you come out and go, oh, it's exactly, you know, which is useful, yeah. I suppose, maybe. To yeah, I, when I was little, I knew that it was uh, five centimetres from my teeth to my uvula, that yeah. little punch bag thing that hangs down the back of your throat. So, yeah, uh, I, I learnt that. <laughs> can I ask with the combination, because that's such a good combination of things to... Um, to learn is you both want to do stunts and make noises and I feel like sometimes what's missing from really good stunts in films is a brilliant noise a completely inappropriate noise to accompany it like I quite like the idea of somebody like falling out of a window as they make a chicken noise yeah you know. yeah I'd quite like that or somebody uh, getting shot and hitting the ground and they're dead and just as the uh, just as, as the, the police officer goes over to look at them there's just a little yeah uh, <laughs> Should lie in there. It'd be perfect. Oh no, that would be my that would be my favourite thing in the world. Oh no, more of that, please. You see, this is a whole a whole career. I, I you know, I, I'm I'm very I'm very glad that you you, you do comedy, Bethany, and you, and you do. But you know, I feel like there's some and and obviously you, you do your noises, but I feel like there's an opportunity missed here to make possibly the greatest mo- moment in any film that would ever have. <laughs> Oh, I no. did that. Oh, the thing is, I was, I was in Doctor Who a couple of years ago and uh, I played a character called 474 and uh, a bit of a spoiler, I die. Uh, and during one take, I did do that noise with my hands and oh. uh, oh, it was wonderful. Completely that's ruined not the take, it for they, Why didn't they put that take in? Come they on. Should have put that to, they should have done. They should have done. It was... if, those be, if, if, the, if the Doctor Who production team are listening and that exists somewhere, please... Please, can you release it as a Christmas special in itself? <laughs> just, just for everyone. I think we need that. I think we need that. Yeah. At the end of particularly serious uh, scenes, mm. uh, when you really have to get into the character and you really have to, you know, add a lot of... Because uh, I've done some, like, big, heavy-hitting drama where I have to be, you know, where people get to the end of the scene that you've done and you can see like crew members on the verge of tears because you know you filled the room with that emotion and I uh, I'm just a comedian at heart and so I can't let that happen <laughs> at all so whenever we get to the end of the take where it's like I, I did a TV, I did a show where I had to cry a lot and it's really difficult to cry not only on demand but also in front of uh, mm. TV cameras for a thing because you're really happy to be working and it makes it really difficult to cry. And uh, and what I would always do at the end of one of those is just clap my hands and go, acting! Uh, <laughs> just so that they were aware. Uh, just to make sure that no one was sad afterwards. So, that is yeah. wonderful. <laughs> 
That is wonderful. This again, again, why you've got those Nobel prizes is exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly why. It just keep proving it. <laughs> well, uh, I, I'm, I haven't quite, rec- I still haven't recovered from the the fart after someone dies, but it. it <laughs> It might take a while. Um, while we, yeah. before, oh no, we she's to... dead. <laughs> oh, that's genuinely Just one of nice the best things I've ever heard. Um, or like do it reverse so it's nice and slower. Though. Oh wow! Reverse. Does that mean your your bum sort of sucked a fart back in? Sucking the back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, Le Petamin, the famous right. French uh, flatulist. Yes, I don't know if listeners know about this. There was a, there was a a, a French performer who just would fart on cue. Yeah. So and uh, for fart songs is and, a yeah. flatulist is what he was is how he was billed. Yes. Um, yeah. And so they'd go and like play things like the Blue Danube Waltz, and he'd go da 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 da. And then da da and it it fast along to it. It was uh, yeah. It was like everyone was like, oh, who is this crazy guy? He's fantastic. Uh, yeah, let's go and watch him. And he was a big star in in Paris in the eighteen eighties, eighteen nineties. I was going to say that's art, but that is fart. Is is what it is. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the the fartist. That's what he is. Fartist. Yes, he's an absolute <laughs> he's a, fartist. A performance. He's an absolute fartist. fartist. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Right. Um, well, thank you. Thank you for that. But the, the other question that I have to ask you, of course, for this show is this show is a family friendly show. It's suitable for all mm-hmm. possible ages that you can ever imagine. Go on, imagine an age. Imagine one. Oh, yeah, I'm imagining one. Yeah, it's suitable for that one. Yeah. There you go. There Brilliant. you go. See, I told Brilliant. you. Yeah. So because because of that, um, yeah. I just want to make sure that you're not going to say any rude words that will upset anyone. I wonder if you could tell us one of the rude words you definitely won't be saying. Uh, flange. Yeah, that is, no, yeah, yeah. please don't. Oh, no, please yeah. don't say flange. Yeah, not allowed to say that one. No, no, no. No, no, no that is awful. No. no, definitely. You don't say flange. I won't say flange. We'll make sure okay, that it's cool. uh, absolutely make sure that, where no yeah, one says. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you need Thank to. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you. Well, now that we've got I can that actually the feel the. I can actually feel a slight rush of adrenaline that I may have actually gone too far there already. Uh, so, you know. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I'll be honest. I'm gonna, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, but, but by telling, you know, by telling this as you're not going to say flange and now we all know that flange isn't going to be safe. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to be. Yeah, we should be. I think we can all. Yeah. OK, good. I think Good. We'll be just safe. as long as I don't say flange and you don't say flange, we'll all no be fine. No one's going to say I flange. Think. It's cool. it's cool. fine. Cool. And and now listeners know that this is safe for for all you know, two hundred and three year olds. It's fine. They can they can assist yeah, yeah. one year olds. You've got to be careful because so. you know, yeah, they might get a bit of a shock. <gasps> well, that is it. And that even so, it. it's so, yeah, cool. Well, thank you, thank you, Beth. I really That's appreciate. Quite that. All right. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Um, right. Well, the reason I've got you, the reason I've asked you to come on the show, well, firstly, because it's just great to have you here, but also because I Thank think you, you are the person that can answer this important question that we have been sent in, and this has come from Elijah in Calgary, um, which is oh, very Alberta. exciting. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's that's the Canada. place, is it? Not the person. Oh, person Canada. <laughs> I don't know the second line. Uh, my home, my native. Like, I know that much. Uh, yeah, you did know uh, the hello, second line. Elijah. That was good. I did know the yeah. second line. I don't know the third line. I've right. realised. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if many people know past the second line of any national anthem. I think most national anthems are always the first yeah. bit, and then you have to go da da da. Like it's now with it. the American national anthem. I was a lot older than I should have been when I realised that the first line was "Oh say, can you see?" Not "Jose, can you see?" Oh. I assumed it was about uh it was a story of of two people trying to get to america 
And as they approach the border, he's like, Jose, can you see by the dawn's early light? And I was like, oh, you know, it's really rousing. And it's like, oh, no, no, it's not at all. It's, no, it's, no, it's, but I love, I love that. Yeah. I love that it would just be addressed. Hey, Jose, can you see? <laughs> Jose, can you see? <clears throat> There's something really nice yeah. about that. Yeah, that's I, good... yeah, I think so. Yeah. Good miss hearing. Good miss hearing. Um, well, well, I'm very, very impressed with your knowledge of the Canadian national anthem. I hope Elijah is too. And, and Elijah's, um, Elijah has got this question, and I think, I think you're going to like this. This is quite, a, quite an inventive question and a very important one. I think it's one that, that hasn't been asked yet on this show. Um, but Elijah yeah. wants to know: What if cats only came yeah. in the colours of the rainbow, and what colour would you want? Oh wow, that would be amazing, wouldn't mm. it? Uh, because right. I think I would go for, and I don't know whether this is cheating or not, but I would go for ultraviolet, which is the one that's just beyond the visible bit of the, because it's uh, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. But at each end of that, the one that's just out of the human range of vision is infrared, and at, at the red end, and ultraviolet at the at the violet end. This is, you know, and so that's it. Because I would quite like an ultraviolet cat, because then whenever you smiled, your teeth would glow. And that would be amazing. <laughs> well, that would be great, but but also you'd then find it quite hard to see your cat, wouldn't you? Well, would... until the cat smiled, and then with its glowing teeth, you'd be able to know exactly where it was. <laughs> I mean, that sounds terrible. Imagine waking just up see... in the night, like so. Yeah, no, that is I, terrified. I, I haven't got a cat. I haven't got a cat. Yeah. Sadly, when I was a kid, I had cats. I love cats, and there would be times where you'd wake up and there'd just be like a cat sitting on your head, or like you yeah. know, or a cat on the end of your bed. And if it was just like this, what's that on, on my head? And then just these teeth <laughs> it'd be in like, the dark. It'd be like a sleep paralysis demon, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's so like scary. Most... <laughs> yeah, I've not thought this through. I've ruined this. What I think possibly, yeah, because the other downside I can see to this is that it would just look like two eyes and a bum hole floating around. And you yeah, know, yeah, which is what it would be, would it? Really grim, actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially because you can see this because we're chatting on a Zoom call, but you can see there's my cat Spruce who's lying on my bed oh, yeah. in the back. On she's on top of some uh, some uh, knitted uh, slipper socks that my. Uh, Step grandmother in law has said, <laughs> "How is that a, a relationship?" Uh, yeah, 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 but it is. Um, my my girlfriend's stepdad's mum knitted for me, right? Um, and but yeah, so Spruce is over there, and Spruce particularly has a very odd bum because uh, for some reason, uh, because of the shape of her bum, it looks like she's got a skull. A, a bum looks like a skull. Uh, like genuinely, it's uh, it's terrifying. She's got oh the goodness. bum of, of of a Death Eater, is what she's got. And wow, wow, that's yeah. terrifying. So if she was ultraviolet, you just see this tiny bum skull floating yeah, around. Tiny, I mean, that's this, that's that like stuff a of tiny pe- Yeah, like a skull made out of chewing gum, just floating around. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Elijah, what can I, I'm sorry, Elijah. We didn't know it was going to so go sorry, here. Elijah. But this is, I mean, uh, it, is, it is your question, Elijah. So it's your fault, really. So yeah. Um, so uh, w- yeah. within the visible spectrum, uh, uh, ooh, I think I'd go for. Uh, I think purple would look great on a cat, hmm. uh, and obviously red has already been taken by Clifford the Big Red Dog, and of course, uh, yeah. and Marmaduke. Yes, of uh, course, and yeah, and yeah. Garfield's already orange, and they're all already orange cats. So I'd want one that didn't sort of fit within that. Um, yeah, 
I mean, my concern uh, for the cats would be that, you know, cats do like to lurk about at night and pounce on things. And, you know, they've got a very much a nighttime identity as an animal. Yeah. Um, and my worry is if they were sort of really bright colours, wouldn't that really ruin things? Like you can't really sneak up on a mouse if you're sort of like fluorescent yellow. No, exactly. And that's why I'd go with, uh, that's why out of all of those, I'd go with a purple rather than like a green. A lime green cat would be uh, <laughs> quite a quite a wonder to behold, but is uh, not scaring any mice. You'd have mice making fun. They wouldn't yeah. be like the mouse in the uh, American tale. There are no cats in America. None of that. Like They'd just be, uh, you know, hanging around, uh, looking at it going, you know that? Look at that. It looks like yeah. a big lime. That's, I do worry mice would just have the run of things. You know, they'd be... I mean, there's a lot of mice anyway, but they'd be even more if they could see the yeah. cat miles away and have absolutely, yeah, absolutely no fear of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which would also, yeah. Which is why I think uh, an ultraviolet cat would be uh, a better thing. On mm. account of also, because uh, cats can see ultraviolet. Uh, genuinely, they can see ultraviolet cats um, because that's part of how they track mice. Because mice pee everywhere that they go and yep. mouse pee glows up under ultraviolet light so if you get yourself a, an ultraviolet light or a black light you can uh, see whether or not there are whether or not mice have peed in your house but you can also because uh, i learned this because one of our cats was ill and just went and rather than like, giving us any other hint that uh, that he was ill he just peed everywhere <laughs> no, oh, lovely. not even everywhere he'd just pee in places and go i can smell that but i can't see it and I don't know where it is, so I had to get a black light to try and find exactly where he'd peed in the house. Wow. And uh, and it and you know that's kind of how cats can see anyway. They go and tr- they can track them with that. So uh, yeah, at least that's if they were ultraviolet, you'd be able to see where uh, the mice had peed as well. I also, I mean, you've really blown my day because the only times I've really seen ultraviolet are like sometimes in cool places or in sort of like clubs or like shops or wherever where they use like ultraviolet to make things glow and like your teeth glow as you say and things in your clothes yeah. glow and and now I'm wondering did all those places have cool paint and, and designs or were they just mice was there mice pee like everywhere they had, yeah yeah they had a problem with that it's always that thing of going out to a disco or something and this is why I I think this is why I, I really have a thing about only ever wearing clothes once and then washing them just because the last thing I want to do is go out to a club. Looking all fancy. I've spent my money. I've made myself look really nice. I've headed on out there, ready to go dancing, get onto the dance floor and suddenly realise a mouse has peed all over my T-shirt. No one wants that. <laughs> no, no, that is horrible. And I mean, I suppose, you know, I don't want to... You're going home alone. Listeners. Yeah, I don't want to upset any listeners here, but our teeth glow. Does that mean... Is, is toothpaste made with mice pee? Oh, I don't know. We should probably look into this. Yeah, we should do. I'm just a bit concerned. I don't really want to brush my teeth with mouse pee. Or alternatively, should we save money on toothpaste and gather all the mouse? Pee? I mean, okay, this is going. Maybe I mean, the I, 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 yeah. You you've now turned this. You've made this weird now. Yeah, Jenna. yeah. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. It was. Yeah, I think we were safer Maybe. back with the bubblegum floating. We were skull. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to remember it's a podcast for all ages. I'm very sorry out there. Wow. Maybe, well, maybe the a, mice that... are coming to save us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what they're trying to do. <laughs> We've gone, get away, mice. We're going to get cats. We're going to get you scared. Oh, no, actually, they, 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 are, they are fulfilling a good role. They're trying to, they're trying to do dentistry whilst we're yeah. asleep. <laughs> yeah, which is, yeah. 
which I think is a nice is a nice stream that isn't it that most they're mm. popping in in little little holes in your room in the night and making your teeth all clean. That's mm. uh, yeah, we've polishing your teeth while you sleep. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're so furry. It's gonna be really frustrating for sort of mice that are experimented on, where they're thinking, "No, we're just like stop bothering me with this." I was trying to give you a filling. Yeah. Or a, yeah. Oh, oh, you're testing toothpaste on me, are you? Well, yeah. yeah. Come on, come on, guys. Poor mice. Well, it's hard, hard life. Yeah, hard life for them. Wow. Well, that was so. We're going for a purple cat or ultraviolet mm-hmm. cat. Yeah. 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 I think that's a yeah, pretty solid answer. Yeah. Yeah, I there haven't really. Um, see, I I said earlier that I would, I think it would be bad for cats to be very bright coloured, but there's a bit of me that would like just a really awfully like sort of bright blue cat. I think mainly yeah. to annoy the cat, which is mean, isn't it? I like cats, but I think the idea that every yeah. day that cat would have to go, oh, I'm so obviously here when I really don't oh. want you to find me. I'd, I'd oh, quite I'm blue again. That. Yeah. 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 Oh. That, Sarah, that's just suddenly gone and sparked a little memory. But there was a there was a cartoon when I was very tiny that was on called Little Blue. It wasn't about a blue cat. It was about a uh, it was about a blue elephant oh. uh, who had uh, yeah. And the whole I, I can now remember part of the theme song. Uh, playing in the bath one day, took his mother's fountain pen and bit it in two, and that's why they call him Little Blue. Yeah, he got ink in the bath and he ended up getting dyed blue permanently, which uh, terrified me as a small child. That's The really idea scary. that, you know... It is, yeah. And because and my sister had once told me that permanent marker, she said, I, I once got some on my skin, and uh, older sisters are terrible. Uh, mine once... Uh, uh, mine, you might have to edit this story out. Mine once tried to... <laughs> My mum fed me uh, soap powder because she convinced me that our parents were aliens and that we were aliens, and uh, and I didn't believe her. And she went, "We've got, uh, we have green blood." And I went, oh, "No, we don't. I've I've seen my blood. It's it's red." And she went, "No, no, no." And she had those disclosing tablets, you know, that you used to get at the dentist. And uh, you, you dentist would—I don't know if they still do them for kids. You chew on them, and it goes and dyes all of the dirt on your teeth, dyes all the plaque a slightly oh, yeah, different yeah, yeah. color. She had one of those in her mouth, and she bit it, and then spat, and it was. She said, "See, it's uh, it's green blood. We're aliens. Oh, uh, no. You're old enough now to know that you that we don't get uh, that we can't get enough nutrients from the food we're eating, and on this planet, the nutrients that we get we can get from uh, soap powder." And I went, oh, amazing. Yeah, okay, all right, let's, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, but I still don't believe you. Uh, your story lacks credibility. I, uh, I, I want to see you eat some first. She went, well, fine, I thought you'd say that. And she had, like, a little cup, and she said, see, and, like, licked it, went, mmm, tasty. And I went, oh, okay, I've seen you eat some. Turned out her cup had sherbet in it. Oh, and, my uh, gosh. And, that is and I got, so devious. I'm, I'm quite impressed, though. Yeah, yeah, and, and I ended up with a mouthful of uh, soap powder and was like, it's horrible, and she laughed at me. Uh, but she told me wow. that I mean, permanent I'm... marker... Yeah. She told me that permanent marker, she's like, well, that's how they do tattoos. <laughs> they don't. That's not how they do tattoos at all. And then I managed to accidentally burst one of those gold marker pens that they had and got some on my forehead and thought, well, this is going to be embarrassing, and so tried to wash it off. And couldn't and and this is something that no one should ever do. Try to use a pumice stone to get rid of it. And oh, no. uh, yeah, terrible situation. Never wow. ever do anything like so. Don't believe elder sisters when they tell you things uh, like that. Per- perhaps that you're aliens or that uh, permanent markers 
are genuinely permanent like tattoos because they're not. <laughs> well, they, I mean, it's a lesson of all this is if you've got an older brother or sister, never, ever believe them. Or if you like me, I'm, I'm an older brother, um, in which case it, 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 it's kind of your job. It's kind of what you're there for. I, I fully understand it. I mean, I, I feel like my brother would be a worse person than he, than he is. And he is a, he's a terrible person because he's my brother. And therefore, just yeah. through, you know, just as family, I have to think he's awful. That's just, it's yeah, just how it course. is. I mean, I of love course. him. My I love him, but he's also awful, appalling. right? Yeah. yeah. And so it is kind of your job to make them suffer in that way so that they grow up yeah, as yeah. better human beings. Um, but, yeah. but don't make them eat soap. Baby, that's that's yeah. probably put that in. Um, yeah, well, don't well, eat soap <laughs> under any circumstances. It's horrible. It tastes awful. It is. Yeah, don't try and trick anyone into eating soap either. It's the worst thing. Yeah, it's really not a good idea. I don't think anyone's. Yeah, it's. I, it's, I don't even think it leaves your mouth feeling like clean or anything. It's not it doesn't. Really, no, it no, does not. Just, no, and it means you burp and fart bubbles for days. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, not nice. Not nice no. at all. Well, um, well, Bethy, I feel like you, you. I feel like we. You, you've answered Elijah's question, and I, I hope Elijah is happy with your answer. I feel like we've sort of comprehensively covered uh, all the possibilities of, of rainbow cats. And I wondered if you'd be up for answering one more, maybe quite quick question that we've had, of course, uh, yeah. sent in from Eden. Because again, I feel like um, I just I, I feel like you'd be good for this. So. Eden has sent this in. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it to you, but I, I want to put the caveat that I'm I'm not sure how to ask this to you, right? Because hang on, it says from Eden. Is Eden the person or from the Garden of Eden? Maybe it's God asking this question. Do you know? I didn't even. Yeah, I didn't even it doesn't have that. It doesn't this have could a location be from the Garden of. And considering the question and just how important and big a question it is. Which, I mean, yeah. it does worry me that we haven't got time to discuss. I thought that this might be a quick one at the end, but now that you've mentioned that, maybe this is a question of our species of of, of, of life and, and, and the universe and everything. Perhaps this is... Wow, okay. Which I'll mm-hmm. try and ask it with some importance. Okay, I'll try and give yeah, it give the it gravitas. Reverence. That yes. It, yeah, it deserves. It really Shall does. Shall I ask yeah, it in yeah, Gregorian yeah. chant? Would that be, do you think that would help? I think, yeah, I think yeah, that okay. would, would really help at this point. Okay, right, well, here we go. Okay, this is from Eden. How do you poo? Very well, thank you. How do you poo? Um... <laughs> but that, um, well, that is what I want. If it's from Eden, a person, or maybe it's from the garden, I don't know. I did wonder if, if it is simply a way to greet. Like, you know, some people would look at it how and go, it's poo? a question asking how do you poo from your bum, right? Hopefully, yeah. hopefully not from your yeah. knee and ho- or your ear. If, if, yeah. Go see a doctor, but but it might be a, a lovely new greeting method. Uh, how do you poo? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, thank, thank you. you. How, how do, do you poo? poo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> frequently, um, uh, I yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, I, I have, uh, I have horrible digestive problems, so, uh, often, um, <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, oh, yeah, sometimes I have to talk myself through it, yeah. you know, when you, especially after big occasions like Christmas, when, uh, oh, yes. yeah. when Christmas evening, when you're going, oh, I don't, Mm, not too sure about this. It's and the thing find that people yourself... don't talk about enough about Christmas. You know, it's always about the season for giving and the season yeah. for presents. But actually, it's the season for big poos. It's the season yeah, I for mean, really they, big poos. They do that, but they talk about the Yule log. But that's something very <laughs> different, as as, uh, as 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 I discovered when I ruined a Christmas party. No, I. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to bring a Yule log to the table? Oh, um, no. It's your oh, family. Goodness, okay. No. I'll, 
I yeah. don't know what your family traditions are like, but uh, okay, I'm there not going to upset you. Should I put holly on top? Yeah. <laughs> a sprig of holly. <laughs> you don't burn it like you do with the uh. Christmas pudding, do you? Because I don't want to be around for that. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I mean this, is, this is my concern. Is, you know, and I, I could just, I, I, I poo fairly, fairly often. Um, at least, yeah. you know, always, almost immediately after a coffee. I only have to smell a coffee, and a poo will happen. It's yeah. quite a good technique. If you, if there's somebody you know that, you know that perhaps you want to make them poo when they they don't expect to just waft a coffee near them, and they'll it'll just yeah, happen. Yeah. Like, but yeah, but and, I you know, to... and and as a Pokemon fan, when that happens, I uh, will occasionally say my my partner go, "You okay?" And I go, "Oh." A diglet's appeared. And, uh, <laughs> That's a good phrase. That's really good. You know. Uh, I like you that. Know, which, is, which is a nice little uh, early mm. warning system. Uh, although, as we get towards Christmas, obviously, there are rumblings in Narnia. Aslan's on the move. Um, yep. I think yep. is, is, is the best way to announce politely, in polite conversation. We we our, our friends the other day who have a little dog, and when their dog needs a poo, they go, oh, he needs to make a contribution. <laughs> and, I, and I thought that's really nicely polite, isn't it? Yeah. Got to make a contribution. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah that, that really tickled me. He has me. an I important like little doggy meeting to go to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's wonderful. Uh, it's lovely. Yeah, I also like my other favorite is um, saying, uh, if, you, if you go for a wee, but then you need a poo, you have to say, oh, I've got to upgrade to business class. <laughs> that's... <laughs> <laughs> when that surprise happens oh hello i wasn't expecting that uh especially if it's combined with the ghost poo oh, you know no, of the ghost, the ghost poo poos, the ghost yes, poo is a yes. terrifying one when you go oh i didn't expect expect to need to poo and then you go you turn around as you go to look into the bowl and you go well it's not there what has happened it's where's it gone it's uh, yeah yeah it's uh yeah. it's like steve mcqueen in uh, the great escape it's yes. uh it's off down the pipe and uh, headed off. It's made it's it gone. break for victory. Yeah, that's it on a small motorbike. Yeah, it's yeah. terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. But I mean, but this is what I wanted to say is, you know, do you, would you, you know, we're discussing this as, as how do you poo, but I, there is yeah. something about it as a greeting. Would you, you know, would you, yeah. would you like this as a greeting and every, because sometimes I think greetings are quite boring. How do you do it? Oh, I'm fine. That's quite boring. Yeah, yeah. But if we were to start saying, how do you poo? Is that better? Yeah, I think, especially in business meetings, I think I think, uh, I think you should start this and report back as to how it goes mm, the next time you have a, a business meeting with a, a television producer. Yes, I like that. I like that. And should we just check that's a proper business meeting, not a sort of upgrading to business? Yeah, not, not upgrading like to business. making a contribution yeah, yeah. to a business. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, will, I will do it. I will <laughs> Although that it. could also be a euphemism. I've got to go and see a television producer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh dear! This could all go. Do you know? I, I sort of feel like my career is already in a difficult place. This could really ruin things if uh, if I get all of these confused and end up giving a poo to yeah, a TV yeah. producer and then asking how they poo and it's yeah, yeah. well. Okay, this is not what we expected from our. Uh... Comedy Club for Kids TV show uh, yeah. meeting. Uh, Although if they Mr. listen Dewey? to this show, it would be exactly what they expected. <laughs> exactly. So it should be what they expect. Really. It is. Yeah, they yeah. haven't done the research. Exactly, exactly. Well, well, thank, thank you, Ben. I, I feel like both those, hopefully the Garden of Eden is incredibly uh, happy. I mean, I feel like 
they should be pleased with that. And, uh, and Elijah be. too with his question. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And, and you know, thank you for having the time in between all, all your important making awful noises in inappropriate situations that, you, you know, you have to do. That's so, quite all right. I, uh, I'm going to go away and uh, try and figure out a new one for uh, for the Queen. Uh, oh, uh, big big event coming up with the Queen uh, that I need to prepare for. So, you know, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That's well, that's most I, inappropriate you, noise there. Yeah. Any any, uh, you know, obviously you can't give anything away. Is it? Can I ask? Is it? Will it be a high pitch or a low pitch noise? Do you think you're going to go for? As it's the Queen, I think it'll be a low pitch mm. uh, out of respect. Yes, yes, I think that's very good. That's, that's... Very good and appropriate, yeah. Cool, well, well thank, thank you. But I'm very excited to see, or, or rather to hear, what you mm-hmm. come up with. And I hope that all of our listeners will be watching on the next big uh, event from the Queen uh, for yeah. Bethany's uh, probably remarkably inappropriate noise. Yeah, cool. Thanks tons for your time, Bethany. Lovely, lovely <laughs> to speak to you. <laughs> Thanks, Tiernan. Thank you for having me. The only ones who didn't mind were the children. School lavishes froze, and that was the end of school. What amazing answers from Bethany Black there, and I'm so, so pleased that she'd come and do this show in between doing all those inappropriate noises at very important events, which is a highly, highly necessary job. Uh, I'm very pleased that she does that. Um, I'm sure you understand. Um, I hope Elijah and everyone in the Garden of Eden are very happy with those replies, as I'm very sure they are, because they were excellent. Um, And I'm most certainly going to greet everyone that I see now with, how do you poo? And you should do too. Let's, in fact, let's get that as the global nice way to greet people. I think people would love it. If you've got a really important event coming up or maybe if you're seeing family over the winter season and you haven't seen them for a long time uh, and they're like, hey, how's it going? And you can say, how do you poo? And I think that I think they'd love that. I think they'd definitely love that, especially grandparents. Do it to grandparents. Um, don't forget, if you have Christmas or any other winter celebrations or indeed just winter-based questions, like, why is it so cold in here? To which the answer is, because you're outside. Um, then do get your frosty, bleating fart pumpers, sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us at podcast at comedyclub4kids.co.uk with those. I'm off to hang some crisps on my Christmas tree crisp. It's actually just a... It's a it's a big crisp in the shape of a tree. It's quite hard to hang crisps off it. You have to sort of lick them a bit and they kind of stick. Anyway, and I'm going to try and get that Yeti off our packet of spaghetti because I really want spaghetti for dinner, but he just won't move. He's very big and hairy and keeps trying to bite me. I really wish I'd left that elf alone. Anyway, have lovely, lovely December times and do look out for our special Christmas podcast in just a few weeks. Linda, Linda, turn the lights out on your way out, Linda. Thanks, Linda. Ugh, I'll do it then. Bye. You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. It's the end.